Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio. Cliffcentral.com. Good morning, good morning. Obviously, obviously, you are listening to cliffcentral.com. <laughs> and we are filling in. Let me tell you exactly who is filling in for uh, the fabulous Casper de Vries for the next couple of hours. She is a multi-award winning, platinum-selling, theatre-healing-instructing uh, person of note, uh, oozing fabulousness. <clears throat> and best of all, she is my good friend, ladies and gentlemen, Nia Nell on air. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. Wasn't it cool? Mm-hmm, I need a little sweetness in my life. And that is Clint. Clint is such a sweetness in my life. Awesome friend, awesome person, amazing singer-songwriter. And also Theta Healer um, Practitioner Amazing man I think The woman who's going to get him Is going to be so lucky Clint <laughs> Cunningham Thank you so much She's for listening. joining me <laughs> She's listening oh, oh yeah sorry He's been taken It's exactly what One week now a uh, couple of weeks. So that, of weeks, is yeah. that why you're smiling? From so ear to ear. From ear to ear. <laughs> so I figured we have to come up with something to follow on from the sex show. Oh, my show. word, how sexy was I that? I was very, very impressed. And there was a live demonstration and in the studio. To, Did you we, see that? Yeah, and we, we, got to, we got to watch. That was very exciting. Oh, awesome. Casper de Vries. You know, the first time that I came to the show was on his show on TV. Yeah, I did. And, oh, did you also be yeah. on the show? I was one of the pub idols. Oh, the pub, pub idols. <laughs> it was, it was great uh, marketing, but it was terrible. <laughs> oh man, I'll never forget it. I sang this song. I've got this beautiful song called As One. And as I'm about to walk on stage, Casper go, Dames and heren, sit jylle hande saam vir Nia Nel met one ass. And I couldn't sing. I was like on the floor. <laughs> we, had, we had to start the song again. I kon raad toch nie, ek kon nie eens aangaan. One, and it's a great ass. It's, like, it's a great, I got a great ass, that's for sure. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. What's new? What's happening in your life? Tell us something interesting. Uh, you, <clears throat> Let's deal with the main issue first, because I know your fans. Oh, here it comes. I know here your fans. Do you know my okay. fans? Your uh, divorce has been much publicized. And me as somebody who knows you very, very well Knows that it is a wonderful thing that happened to you For you and your ex-husband You've set each other free You learned lots from each other I believe Absolutely. And it was time to walk separate paths But you've taken a bit of flack Oh, um, yes I mean, on a daily basis I will get people on the Facebook You know, um, leaving comments Not always so nice Um but what I've learned in life is, is that this is number one, my life, okay? And I am the one who has to live it. And the cases what was mark, can you raise with what was fat, you know? So I believe and I trust and I know that in, in my life I have made the best decision. I have made so many decisions coming from a place of fear, you know? Um, we make decisions, uh, choosing people to stay in our lives, settling just because we don't want to be alone. These are all choices from fear. And, uh, I think, well, I'm 43 years old now feeling... You would never say... I feel like a great red wine. (laughs) But I think after so many years, you finally learn to love and accept yourself. And then you realize you are supposed to be making choices from a place of love. And getting divorced was definitely a choice that I made from a place of love, both for myself and for my ex-husband. And both of us are extremely happy right now. Um, and the children are very happy. I think the fans are mostly concerned about the children. Yes. So let me just add in that while we're talking about children. Do you know um, if you are happy, are you, if you're fulfilled, and if you can be who you are, Children will always, always follow our example. They're not going to listen to what we say. 
They look at what we do. Your actions speak louder than your words. Absolutely. Yeah. And my children, what I wanted to teach them is, is that I make choices for the best of who I am and choices that makes me happy. Okay, And these choices are always for the highest good of all Because when you make choices from a place where you are happy And you are fulfilled Then you have so much joy and happiness to share with other people And it's contagious Absolutely And if, and if you are feeling unhappy within yourself How can you give from a place of unhappiness? There is nothing to give So I've learned to fulfill myself To be gentle with myself To be kind with myself And when my cup is full I have so much more to give to to other people And this is the lesson that I want to teach my children Because I know that if they can learn to love themselves And be comfortable with themselves Then they will definitely live a fulfilling life Accepting self-acceptance, self-love Those are the things that I want to teach And I need to lead by example Absolutely, but th- don't you love that word contagious? It's such a beautiful word and, I if love you, it. and if you're feeling it, then the people around you are feeling it And uh, I knew this teacher once She teaches the kids in the class a new word every day And she says, kids in the class today, the new word is contagious Can you make a sentence <laughs> with the word contagious? Why does it feel like it's going to get naughty? <laughs> so yeah, little Yanni in the back says, Yamas, I can do it and he starts, he says, the other day I was driving with my dad in the car, yeah. okay, and we went past the oak, he was painting his house with a toothbrush, and my dad said, it's going to take that contagious toothbrush <laughs> painting his house. I knew that was going to be contagious. Let me just so, rein this right sorry, back sorry, in. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. I couldn't resist. This is uncensored radio. <laughs> <laughs> but and what, ons moet een Afrikaans praat Ja, ek praat baie goed Afrikaans, ja. want ek is Afrikaans ook kom, Ek doen dit omdat ek kan Alhoewel ek is een Engels man En die mense sê, laat veel uh-huh. Maar moet nie vir my sê, ek is een sout Mag dit nie sê nie <laughs> But Clint yes. um, You know, everybody knows that I'm a mom of a triplet And that my, my girls are Beautiful and everything But I don't know if they know What an awesome dad you are and ah. you've actually been a single dad for for many many years, and um, just tell us about this journey. I mean, being a single dad raising this beautiful daughter, and then you also have two others that you've adopted, which I think is so amazing. Yeah, um, oh, honesty is always the best policy. Um, Thirteen, four, what, fourteen years ago, I had a one night stand sponsored by Jack Daniels, <laughs> and uh, the most incredible thing happened to me. I became a dad. I've been very blessed to. Uh, have her in my life 80% of the time her, her mom is wonderful But I've been able to take the lead role And her name is Alex And she is the greatest gift She sure She's is. my biggest teacher um, I love her incredibly She is so uh, She's very musically talented She's uh, got, She has compassion and grace Where she got that from I have no clue, but she has it anyway. (laughs) And uh, she's got two big sisters that I adopted 18, 18, 19 years ago. I used to play a lot in, uh, in Durban. I had two friends that owned different venues in Durban, and I used to go down there regularly to perform. And um, I noticed a little family, a mom and her daughters in the front row at one of the gigs I did. They, they were regulars, and I noticed that the, the, the one daughter was watching every move I made on stage. She was watching the chords that my hands were playing, and I... I kind of figured that she was in love with the same thing I'm in love with, and that's music and performing. And her little sister came up to me and said, please ask uh, my sister Caitlin to sing. And uh, it's actually an awesome story. So I I went across to her. She was about nine, ten years old at the time. And I said to her, Caitlin, your sister Megan says that you can sing. Would you like to sing a song with me? And I saw, I saw the fear in her face. She 
she nearly crapped herself. <laughs> but she did not say no. Oh, she so said sweet. yes. Oh. And I recognized that because that's <clears> what <throat> happened to me the first time I was offered a, an opportunity to be on stage is that the, the fear of not doing it was worse than the fear of, fear of doing, doing it. it. You know, yeah. the, the regret, the regret would oh, have been worse. Oh, I know worse. that feeling. So Caitlin got up on stage with me and in my big mouth, in an inimitable way, I announced to 300 people in a crowded bar that a young girl, one of their own, nine, ten years old, was going to sing a song for them. So the whole place went dead quiet and we'd worked out that the only song that she knew and I knew was The House of the Rising Sun. So I started The House of the Rising Sun and I played the little turnaround in the beginning and she missed her cue. The first time, because and her knees were shaking. I could see her knees wobbling on stage. I played it for the second time, and she missed it again. And then Ooh. I said, I leaned over and whispered in the air. I said, "Baby, it's now or never." And she jumped in for the third time. Her vo- voice wobbled for a couple of notes, and then she found her voice. Uh-huh. And this crystal clear, beautiful, angelic voice just filled up this bar. There was like stunned silence. She sang two lines, and the whole place erupted uh-huh. into applause. Amazing. So it was an amazing first meeting. And then when, every time I was there, they would be there, and uh, I got to know them well. And uh, they they had never had a dad. Their dad left when they were very very young, and they they asked me. They asked me if I'd be their dad, and I was. Young enough and full of enough bravado <laughs> to say yes. And we've had our, our baptism of fire. We've had our, our drama and that. But for the last, I would say seven odd years now, it's been absolutely perfect. They're my, my precious girls. I love them to bits. Yeah, I know these girls and they adore you. Yeah, so I adore much. them. I've gotten so much out of this, out of this relationship. You know, in life, I've, I've realized that you can be in the most beautiful places on earth and you can have wonderful experiences. But in the end, it, it depends on who you, who you get to share it with. Absolutely. And if you can have those amazing people in your life, whether it's your children or your parents or just friends, and that is what matters, hey? Sharing life, Absolutely. Sharing life and sharing the special moments with, with people. Now, you and I both started out in this. Yes. I've known you for over 20 years. I know. Yeah. I can't remember most of the 20 we were, years. We were little pub singers back little in the day. Little pub singers, yeah, yeah, we sure were. Well, I... um. I sang in, in many, many pubs, many casinos, many hotels. Yes. <laughs> oh. You used to play the piano in the Michelangelo I hotel. Know. Didn't you come and you, interview you, me there one Yes, I? for a TV show. And you were, an, and you, you are so not a wallflower, but that was a <laughs> wallflower gig of note. You told me a story once that you, you were very, very shy. You, you sometimes used to I have a panic attack <laughs> in the toilets before oh, before you performed, and you actually made a cognitive decision where you decided That's this true. does not work for me. You know, I Clint, need to do something. When you were telling the story of Caitlin, I could so relate because I have such a fear. I had such a fear of people. I couldn't say two words on a stage. I was uh, when I was six years old. I already sounded like an adult when I sang. You know, I had this great, great stem heart, and but yeah. it was so overwhelming for me. Geweest, want ek was so bang for me. Geweest, and that it me now rachtig 43 jaar gevat om in die stem in te groei. En op die reis het ek besef, wow, jy weet, die mens kan baie vaardig hier aan neer, jy kan, jy kan, jy kan introvert wees, maar jy kan jou extrovert kant ontwikkel, jy kan um, rechterbrein kunstenaar wees, maar jy kan jou linkerbrein ontwikkel as het moet in die bezigheid, jy weet, um, en jy kan leer om voor mense te praat en alles, maar niks vir die vrees weg nie, nie. Ja. En, en dit het my jare gevat om, om in my stem in te groei. En ek dink, dit is omdat, you know, on this, on this planet, on this earth, we've learned to define ourselves by what we do for a living, you know, yes. um, how we look, what we have, what, we have, what we've achieved, and if you define yourself by those things, I mean, life is going to get a little bit scary, because mm-hmm. 
all of us just wants to be loved, you know, and this fear of rejection and, and um, all of those things. But I remember playing in the hotels and this fear of rejection and the fear of people numbed me. I would sit in the toilet every break that I had. I couldn't speak to people. So I would I go to the toilet and I'd sit in there and I was so afraid. And having panic attacks while you're supposed to be performing, I mean, that is a scary place to be. Because what would happen to me is my, my right arm would go all lame. And my, the right side of my face would go, uh, go all lame. And you have spit drooling down here and I have to like play a song. Now try and play the piano with the arm that's lame and try and sing <laughs> with the side of your face right. being lame. It was crazy. And I just realized at one point, I cannot go on like this. And I remember sitting in the toilet. That's where I spent most of my time because I was too afraid to speak to people. And I, I thought, no, I've got to make, this is going to change. It cannot go on like this. So I plugged up the courage one night and I walked out there and I walked to the first table and I just put out my hand and I said hi I'm Neonel I um, hope you're enjoying the music now that was terrifying in itself for me and you know up to that stage I couldn't find a record company to sign me I was 30 years old already you can't even like enter the pop idols when you're 30 <laughs> <laughs> you've passed your cell by that so um, changing my attitude Walking out there and thinking, I am going to change this. I said hi. And I met some beautiful people that eventually became regulars. And eventually one of those people sponsored my first album. And this is how I managed to... Oh, thank you for that. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. But what needed to change was my attitude. And I needed to pluck up the courage just to connect with human beings, you know, because if you are so scared that you're hiding away, you are missing out on a beautiful life. And I know it's scary. Trust me. I mean, I've been there. Panic attacks. I mean, it's a crazy thing. This is 20, 20 years ago. You. I can't see you with a panic attack. I mean, you, you've sung on stage with Andrea Bocelli. And you, which song did you sing? The prayer? I sang. Um, Time to say goodbye. Yeah, we did. We did the prayer. And, oh, man. and um and then we did um wise men say only fools rush in. Now that is where being a pop singer comes in handy. Yes. I didn't get the memo from I don't know how the message didn't get to me clearly, but <laughs> Andre Vicelli wanted me to sing actually three songs with him and then I only got that they want me to sing the prayer. And so I rehearsed the prayer, thank goodness, because um of all the different languages and everything. But when I got there, this was 5 o'clock, and I think the show started at 8. He says, but uh, aren't you singing um, these other two songs with me? And I'm like, um, no, sorry, I don't know. Nobody's told me. And he says, well, do you know the song Wise Men Say Yes? And like, just before, I didn't know that this happens on a big scale like this. But we actually just quickly went into his dressing room and rehearsed the song probably an hour oh, before the so show. Awesome. Now that's Real people. This is when, when, when the pub singing comes in handy. Because you, you and I, we know how to bask, right? Absolutely. <laughs> All right, things that have happened to us in bars. Fights and falling through stages and <laughs> I had a speaker fall off the little, the top speaker fall off a speaker stack and pin a guy into his spaghetti no. bolognese. <laughs> I promise you, I was playing at the front of the stage, singing my heart out, and I realized there's something, the sound is funny. There's something spaghetti sound. <laughs> and I turned around, there was a guy with spaghetti all over his face and a bump on his head and my speaker lying on the floor. So, oh. But you know, the, the rejection in the pubs can be quite, quite lethal at times. I mean, that's why I, that's why I'm not a big 
rugby supporter. Yeah, because you I always have had to, to be, say. I have to be honest. The amount of times I heard Engelsman play still on Skokie Rugby. Does he blow Billa Engelsman? I said, Bleef, play still. So funny, they used to come up to me almost every single night at the Uncle Angelo or the Hyde Hilton, and they're like, Excuse me, ma'am, do you think you can maybe um, sing a little bit softer because we can't hear ourselves speak at the table? <laughs> and like one night, a guy asked me if I could maybe just not sing and just play the piano. With your fabulous voice, you know, can you believe what's it? wrong with uh, you guys? I had a guy walk up to me once, I was in the middle of presenting a show, the show is called The Midnight Hour. At the theater of Marcellus, I was, te- I was singing a song and a guy came up, supper theater, he came up to the front of the stage, he stood at the front of the stage and he was waiting for well, me to finish. Why are you singing now? Why While I'm singing, okay. okay? He's now waiting so that he, at the end of the song, he can ask me a question. Now the <laughs> entire audience can see him doing this. So we finish the song, everyone claps, <laughs> and now uh, there's like this pregnant pause. Yeah, How's Clint going to handle the yes. student? So I looked down at him and I smiled at him. I say, can I help you, my buddy? He says, yes. Do you do requests? I said, absolutely. <laughs> he said, thanks, and went and sat down. Uh, no. <laughs> I promise you. I was, I was like, I'm glad we could clear that no, up. <laughs> no, thank you. All right, now we know that you do requests. Uh, yeah. And then, like, when you do the corporate gigs and the manager or whoever books you will come right up, stand in front of the stage, and actually give you the sign. In the middle of the song, yeah, there's going to be a speech the, the, Like, cut it now, cut yeah. it now, it's over. <laughs> you got to stop right there. In the middle of the song. In the middle. Oh, no, that's terrible. <laughs> or you, you're here too loud and they actually come and like show you and the entire audience can see that he's showing you softer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, in the middle of the song, you hear this huge round of applause and you think, yes, yes. I'm winning them over. Yeah. Meanwhile, Chester Williams has just scored in the corner, <laughs> the TV, the but, rugby above your head. But my friend, what have we learned? We've learned to become solid within ourselves. Yes. We've learned to accept ourselves. And I think the one thing is when I get onto a stage today, I do not go on there expecting an audience to fulfill me or to fill some gap in me. I walk on a stage already fulfilled, already whole, already complete. And what I bring with me is the love that I, that I come to share, you know, and, and, and that, that is when you're in a good space because it's yeah. when you still expect them to come. And I've witnessed it, eh? I've yep. witnessed it. It was my, it was my birthday weekend a couple of weekends ago. I, I do a lot of adventure biking. So I, I'm riding, I, I take a bunch of riders away with me once a year for my birthday weekend and we do a whole bunch of riding and I sing around the campfire for them. And on the Friday night, I was scheduled to sing around the campfire. Uh, you came with, I was so blessed to have you with. Thank you for being there that weekend. And it was raining outside, so we couldn't have a campfire. So the, in the, in the bar, at the Sparkling Waters Hotel in the Michalisburg. They've got a beautiful old-style English Tudor bar. They've got a massive fire, and I pick up my guitar, and I sing for the people with no mics and speakers or anything. And it was such a fabulous response. Mm -hmm. And then in the middle of it all, I called you up to sing a song, (laughs) and you completely stole the show. And I I I watched people fall in love with you. I watched your voice lift people. When I say lift people, I mean lift people people walked out lighter because of the gifts that you have ah and the same yeah. for you and you know i smoke you stick i smoke you stick too. i think it's, it's amazing to have an amazing friend like you and i'm so glad that you brought the guitar with that's actually my guitar a yamaha guitar we listen we have even listeners here from from dubai clint there, there's Seriously? a message from gladys and she says she's listening from dubai and she really loves the cliff central show and there we go, Clint. Are you going to sing us? I think which, we which? sing something quickly. For you, me. I think you, you, you hit it off and you start and you sing us a beautiful song. Clint Cunningham, ladies and gentlemen. There we go.
When Gareth wakes up in the morning, tell me about it. His rooster says cock a doodle doo.、Mm-hmm. Cock a doodle doo. When Gareth wakes up in the morning, his rooster says cock a doodle doo. Cock a doodle doo. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to know what happens next? <laughs> yeah, please tell us. It's got absolutely nothing to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> right, sing us one of the songs that 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 that. Oh, you're such a wonderful songwriter, and I think this is what I love so much about your music is is that you are not just an entertainer. Both of us,、mm. we heal through music, and.、Um, I fell in love with with songs that tell stories when when I was when I was growing up.、Um, a song that tells a story. We don't have many of those anymore. Got, songs are so manufactured and follow trends and fashions and all that nonsense these days.、Mm. But I grew up on Cat Stevens and Bob Dylan and John Denver and.、Um, I didn't even listen to music. Yes, well, I, I grew up in Namibia. We didn't even. <laughs> and then and then I had to play in the pubs and the clubs. So. And you had to do like. I raise my head slightly as I tune my guitar, and I look across the room towards the people at the bar. There's seventeen televisions regurgitating sports, and there's a cheer from the crowd as Brian Habana gets caught, and there's a drunken fool who's trying to play pool. He says, "Yerebut,、uh, play something we know." <laughs> Someone else's song. Lord, where did I go wrong? Do I really have nowhere else to go? Oh, I was a little pub singer. Now I am trying to be bigger. Listen to me, for I'm a joy bringer. I was a, a little pub singer. I'm on a rickety stage. It's only hardboard on crates. Give me a double Jack Daniels before it's too late. But there's a pretty face watching as I begin my song. Was it me? Was it me? <laughs> I'd smoke to take her home. <laughs> All night long, and the drunken fool who's trying to play pool. He said, "Hey, play something we know." Someone else's song. Where did I go wrong? Do I really have nowhere else to go? Whoa! I was a little pub singer. Now I am trying to be bigger. Listen to me, for I'm a joy bringer. I was a, a little pub singer. Someone's rude request. Hey! Play something with a beat, as the pool player retires to puke in the street. How did I wind up here? I'm trying to entertain in a place where I'm not needed. I've got nothing left to gain. And the cigarette smoke, making me choke, hangs in the air like a mist. Am I surrounded by fools? Am I breaking all the rules? It's no wonder I'm a little pissed. I was a little pop singer. Now I am trying to be bigger. <laughs> Listen to me, for I'm a joy bringer. I was a 
little club Vijf minuten voel lang als je in die middel van die nacht op je familievakantie in die wildtuin met een skok besef die mooie gesteen van Lewis net buiten die kamp komt van binnen die kamp. Meer specifiek die tent langzaam waar je ouwer slaap of dan nou nie slaap nie. En terwijl jy weidoog daar lê, verwens jy die dag wat jy vir die ribber oplaas matras gekom het. En jy besef, jy sal nooit weer na dierese magiese nachtgeluide kan luister, sonder om hier die nachtmerrie te herleef nie. En jou jongste jou vreesbevange wakker maak, omdat monsters haar bang maak. Onwetend, dat hulle jou baie, baie banger maak, tot het het net vir lang genoeg ophou, om jou te laat dink, dis genadiglik voorbij. Net vir die koning van die oorwoud, om te hervat, en weer die kat in die donker te knip, vir wat na eeuwigheid voel. Vijf minuten voel kort, as het altijd is wat het jou vat, om jou gunsling millipap gaar te maak. Ijs kwekkoek millimeel, van sak na bak in vijf minuten. Unreal. Uncensored. Unreal. I walk on until they follow. I stay strong when all things fail. I sing my
song. What oh, a song, thank you, thank ladies you, and gentlemen, you. near now. Yeah. <laughs> so, Clint, you are a man who likes to ride fast and furious on your motorbike. You know, my motorbike, oh, I'm so in love with my motorbike. My motorbike saved my life. A lot of people, when, when, when they hear that I ride bike, they're often uh-huh. coming from a place of fear saying, you must be careful, eh? you must be careful. I had my uncle's cousin's granny's aunt who fell off and broke this and whatever. And I, I honestly, honestly, my bike saved saved my ass. I've gone through a horrible breakup. I'd lost myself a little bit. My uncle Jack Daniels and I were way too close. And uh, I did a, a solo trip by myself into Mozambique for a week, all by myself. I got lost. I fell off my bike on a dirt road. Uh, I lost my top box because in Mozambique, even the potholes have potholes. And, uh, <laughs> but somewhere in all that chaos, I found myself again. And I've been very blessed for the last six years. I've been a brand ambassador for a prominent motorcycle uh, dealer. And uh, that's just come to the, come to an end now, the end of June, and I've now been made an offer by Yamaha. Yamaha, so, we so they, love Yamaha. Oh, we love Yamaha. They get they're giving me a, a a wonderful guitar to use, a drum kit to use, a whole and a, bike. And a, a super tenere. How awesome is that combination? I mean, they yes, do, they do the they do the the, the music this, the music side and everything. Well, those are my other than my family, uh, my two big loves are music and motorcycles, and I'm, and me of course, I'm and, and, and and you and you and Christina and my dad. <laughs> I ain't gonna put the girlfriend in there. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> Christina, we love you. We love you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome, man! Yeah, so that's that's me and my love of motorbikes. I've I've discovered. So you're going to do the Sony Pass soon? Yes, uh, Christina and I are riding down to Sony Pass Hotel because one of the top ten things to do on an adventure motorcycle in Africa is Sony Pass. It is the most magnificent dirt road, uh, adrenaline pumping. It's like a thirty-five kilometer bungee jump. On oh, a motorcycle, yeah. and it, the mom nature is showing off spectacularly all around you. It's very inspiring, and yeah, we get, we're doing that end of the month because I actually won a prize. Da, 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 yeah, three but, nights oh, but you know what? for free. Clint, you know what? I will never forget the ride that that that, that the two of us went on. Yeah, that was awesome, man. Man. I remember I sitting on the N1. I actually watched you fall in love with my motorbike. <laughs> it was so fall cool. I in love with your bike. I was yeah. sitting, and I remember on the highway, and I was just peeping over your shoulder, and I saw that you were hitting 200. I was. You were. Yes. And I was like, oh, please, <laughs> <laughs> just protect me, angels. <laughs> I have three children, but I'm loving this so much. That was amazing. Yeah, that there's, was, there's we a, won't do that again because, I mean, you need, we have to be responsible with yes. your parents. But, but that was that was just there's, for that one time. That there's was a freedom when you – there's a solitude in your helmet. There's a – uh, as I said, with mom nature showing off all around you, there's a, mm. a very spiritual, therapeutic. Uh, it is very meditative. Yes, yeah. I get, you, I get, you, I get some money slap around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 and and to us, that that was our I was very salig, unbewust van die feit dat ons eindelijk weer groot gevaar gegaan het. Yeah, I came flying around the corner, and all of a sudden the road had been graded, so there was a whole pile of sand. <laughs> And riding a motorcycle on sand is, is, is very, very, very entertaining to say the least. And w- what you have to do is, is you have to stand up, open up and look up. So I immediately did all three of those things with my heart in my throat, <laughs> knowing how precious the cargo was behind me. You were whistling in your helmet, completely yeah. oblivious. And I saw you standing up and I thought, maybe I can also stand and I can also stand and I thought, you know, I'm doing so good with this story. <laughs> yeah, but we got through it. We got through it. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, we got through a lot of things. You know, and I think, um, 
I think that is what I'm so thankful for in life is all the experiences that I've had. And because what is life without these experiences? And, And I always remind people, you know, before we even come to this earth, before we're even born, we must remember that we choose our experiences. We choose what it is that we need to learn and what we want to discover and, and what, how we want to grow before we come to earth. And that is why this, remembering this takes you out of victim mode. Because if you believe that things are happening to you, you're going to feel like a victim. Yes. But it is amazing if you understand that you chose these experiences before you come here and then you're from a place of power where you can go, okay, why did I choose this experience? What is it that I wanted to learn from this? And how am I going to grow? And what am I going to take from this experience to better myself and to become stronger? Don't you love that word, remember? Remember. To remember. I love that. That means so it's, much. It's a, you know, because this is what life is about. It is us remembering Basically, connecting with our fellow human beings, you know, yes. and if we can all just vibrate in this frequency of love, which we all are, I mean, love can be so amazing and simple. But yet, we need the complex complexity of it, hey, to kind of find ourselves. Absolutely, yeah. the, the, the the wonderful illusion. <laughs> this is not real. <laughs> Speaking of vibrating, let me, let me wonderful sing. Frequencies. Can, I, can I sing? Absolutely. Are you can bring me that guitar. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'll be okay. back. I'm bringing, getting now, the guitar. I'm, I'm definitely not as accomplished as Clint on the guitar, but hell, I look a lot, a lot more sexier. <laughs> Wait, let me just. Okay, I got it. This and this and There we go. What song are you gonna sing? Um, I'm gonna sing a song that I wrote called Crazy About My Life. But before I sing this song I wanna tell you about this story. I was at the Woolies. Woolies. Yeah, Woolies. I would have been useless without Woolies no, in my Willies time. Is amazing, <laughs> no, but amazing. No, my daughter's Woolies the Kaapse Lichthaven. And he's so for you net net for you um op your fleet gaan klimmen, gaan kopje al your snacks by Woolies and stands at the minste healthy, okay? En ek staan so in die rij naas een vrou wat so voor my staan en sy draai so terug en sy stamp my so. Sy sê vir my, hoorie, is daar nie die mense van 7 Delaney? Nou, ek kyk die 7 Delaney so, ek het nie idee nie. En ek kyk so vir hulle, ek sê vir hulle nie, Jesus sê ek vir die vrou, ek weet nie, ek, ek kyk glad nie, ek is jammer, ek kyk die 7 Delaney. Sy sê, is van, kyk, dit is die ouwens van 7 Delaney. En sy tap, tap, tap my so. En ons twee staan nog so en kyk vir die twee, hier so draai hulle om. Nee, en hulle begin met my praat, hulle sê, hulle nie aan jou, gaan nie met jou. En ek sê, so, oh jees, ek, ek weet nie wie hierdie mense is nie. nie. Later wees ons mekaar so jylle story, ek weet hulle want, hulle vlieg wat hulle gaan doen, hulle weet wat ek gaan doen en alles, en toe hulle so wegstap en ek sê vir hulle baie draai, ek na die vrou, ek sê vir hulle, vaar, wie is hierdie mense nou weer nie? Sy sê, man, dit is Sanne en Janne van 7de land. Sy kyk so vir my, sy sê, hulle het seker met jou gepraat, omdat hulle ook denk, jy is een celebrity. <laughs> ah, tjylle, sê ek vaar, ja, seker maar, I'm crazy about my life. I'm gonna take these earphones off, otherwise I won't be able to... No problem. Love, 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 my love. Can I just sing like this? Why? Because. With every day comes a new experience. And every day I get to do fun things. Like this. Like talking on Cliff Central. (laughs) (laughs) My head is up in the clouds. I don't know much about a much I know I'm crazy about my life I'm slightly off in a crowd I don't really go with the flow I just like to take things kind of slow I don't give up in a hurry Nothing you do makes me worry I take control of the way things go mm-hmm. 
I wake up late in the morning. Nothing I do's ever boring. If it is, I'll just change my ways. I try to smell the roses everywhere I go. If it rains, I know a rainbow's gonna show. If it's the darkest night, I wish upon a star. If it's the end, I had the greatest ride by far. I say, hey, my head is up in the clouds. I don't know much about a motor. Just know I'm crazy about my life. Yeah, I've showed my feel the way out. I told it to never come back. I I walked it all the way out that door. Some people live for the moment, and others plan it forever. I took that moment and made it my life. So come and dance with me, baby. Don't let me hear you say maybe, for this may be all we ever have. Embrace the pleasure of being, entice the nothing we're seeing, and that's to sum up all I know. Yeah, I try to smell the roses everywhere I go, and if it rains, I know a rainbow's gonna show. If it's the darkest night, I wish upon a star. If it's the end, I had the greatest ride by far. I say, hey, my head is up in the clouds. I don't know much about a motor. Just know I'm crazy about my life. I try to smell the roses everywhere I go. If it rains, I know a rainbow's gonna show. If it's the darkest night, I wish upon a star. If it's the end, I had the greatest ride by far. I say, hey, my head is up in the clouds. I don't know much about a motor. Just know I'm crazy about my life. Hmm. Is I'm just crazy about my life. Oh, I'm just crazy about my life. Is I'm just crazy about my life. Yes, please. Awesome song. Thank you, Nia. Now, crazy about my life. <laughs> you and I are both very similar in the fact that we, you, there is a, a responsibility in writing a song. Absolutely. To tell the story, to, to perhaps heal and uplift and enlighten. And I love that about your music. Is that every song that you write, is comes from a place of such love and positivity, and I think something that our planet needs. So much. It's about the message. Yes. It's all about the message, you know. And there's, now I often say, and I've told you this before, I often say that there's only two kinds of songs, and I'm not talking about metal and pop and folk and R&B. There's only two kinds of songs. There's, the first kind is when an artist is deeply touched by something and that emotion wells up within them and overflows and becomes a piece of music. That is an authentic song and therein lies the healing mm. as opposed to the manufactured industry so you have authentic and you have manufactured and the manufactured industry is all about finding the best looking person with the right outfit on with them so many beats per minute and that's where mainstream radio and the mainstream industry seems to be at the moment and it's I, i'm i think the point i'm trying to make is that's so refreshing to be here today to do a radio show 
all about real stuff and stuff that we believe in and and we just sang live in the studio and it's like Yay. come on all the other radio stations <laughs> must wish you know they must wish yeah, well i'm definitely <laughs> having the time of my life because yeah. i mean there's nothing better and more freeing than just being honest i mean yes. when you have nothing to hide that's freedom you know and you, Listeners, Nia Nell was so nervous before we went on air because she didn't know if we would have enough to say. <laughs> he was laughing at me as well. He's like, oh, really? You're going to have anything to say? Uh, awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, you've done this before, and I think that is a thing about life. Whenever you do something for the first time, it's it's kind of like nerve-wracking. You, you think, yeah. oh, gaan ek het raag kreeg, gaan ek het raag kreeg. Maar ja, ek hou baie van praat. Ek het nie altyd so baie gepraat nie. Ok, ek jok. Maar het is lekker, het is lekker om jezelf um, uit te kan druk en, en te kan sê hoe jy voel. En, jy weet, ek, ek denk, ons is so bang om te sê hoe ons voel, want ons is so bang mense gaan, gaan ons judge en, en jy weet. Maar op die moment van die dag, ek sê dit weer, daar is soveel vryheid om net jou ja. hart te deel en, en, en ek bedoel mense kan, kan miskien jou hart een bykie seer maak, maar hulle kan nooit aan jou siel raak nie, en jou siel wil vlieg, jou siel wil ja. wil wees, jy weet, en um, vir my, my grootste boodskap in my muziek is, dat ek moet wees wie ek is en jy weet, en, en um, nadat ek al hierdie la afgeskil het van wie ek denk ek is, jy weet, ons, ons denk ons wat ons doen en al die dinge, maar toe ek alle goed afgeskil het en ek kom by die kern van my wees uit, het ek besef, ek is die een ding wat ons allemaal so naarstochtelik hier so nastreef, en dit is liefde, ja. en toe ek die liefde binnen in myself vind, toe gebeur al wonderwerk, jy weet, ja. want eeuwiskiel, ek sien ek het in al die mense rondom my raak, en ek besef, amal van ons heil as ons hartseer is, en amal van ons lach as ons bly is, en amal van ons wil net lief geheer word, en toe besef ek, wow, as ek hier die liefde kan voel, en kan wees, en alles wat ek doen, jy weet, en dat my levensdoel is nie om iets te doen nie, so nie, I mean, we are not human doings, we are human beings. Oh, love that. Is it nie beautiful nie? Yeah. And all that I need to, to, to be, is this unconditional love that we all are. Yeah. And by being that, I'm actually fulfilling my life's purpose. I remember when I first met you, uh, I was playing with our very good mutual friend, Wouter van der Vente, yes. well-known Afrikaans songwriter, and uh, uh, he and I were playing as a two-piece at, at a place called Tidal's in Mossel Bay over, over, over Christmas time. And uh, <clears throat> I was, halfway through our set, Wouter called his friend up, Sonia. Nia, we all call you Nia back in those days. Because uh, for those of you who don't know, Nia Nell's uh, birth name is Sonia. 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 And that's where Nia Nell comes from. Yeah. yeah. And um, this this beautiful dark-haired lady got up on stage and sang Knocking on Heaven's Door with us. And I was in such I was in so much pain back then. My mom was dying of cancer. Mm-hmm. And my career had hadn't given me the fulfillment that I wanted and I was smoking so much Zol back then I could have put a whole army to sleep. And uh, again Jack Jack Daniels was involved as well. But I so remember this angelic voice. And then I didn't see you for about a, a year or so after that and then we were we were at the uh the the very famous Marshall's Farm, where I think there were about 20 musos that lived there at one stage back yes, in the day. Okay, I remember. <laughs> and he had a piano in his, uh, in his foyer and you were visiting and you called me aside and you said to me, Clint, I want to play you some of my songs. And you sat down at this piano and you couldn't have kicked my ass more squarely 
if you tried. It completely, you I lifted me. I'm just so me. happy to find someone that's willing to listen. <laughs> no, I, I, I can talk a lot, but I'm also a very good audience. You are an amazing <laughs> listener. <laughs> and I listen to you. I think you played at least four or five of your songs, and I'll, uh, I'll never forget um, the one where you sing Zulu in the beginning. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, that's what a beautiful song. And I remember thinking to myself, this lady is going to change the world. She's going to heal people one song at a time. And it is so awesome 20 years plus later to be here with you and be, be, still be able to share in your journey. And you inspire me on a daily basis. I do also talk you into a lot of things, right? <laughs> <laughs> I got you to do the theater healing with me. Yes. And today I talked you into coming to talk on cliffcentral.com. Me. Like, That's awesome. Man. That's a, this is a big honor for me, you know? Yeah. The, the, the people who were on air before us were all saying, Nia Nell's up next. Nia Nell's up next. And the one chick <laughs> said, she said, uh, apparently she's got a guest, but who cares about the guest? Because it's Nia Nell. It's Nia Nell. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm very blessed to be with you. Love you to bits. Uh, very blessed to be it's here. It's awesome. Um, Clint. Yes. What's your plans for this year? I mean, have you... To conquer the world. Absolutely. <laughs> and <laughs> world peace. We absolutely do care about world peace. You know, I used to have... I used to have very definite, finite plans and bucket lists and things. And I, I just... I want to be all I can be. I want to... I want to uplift and enlighten. I had a very amazing experience some years back in Clarksdorp, of mm -hmm. all places, because um, I love to tell the story of there's, there's an old Portuguese lady in Primrose that yeah. makes the very, very best hamburgers you will ever eat in your whole life. Okay, these hamburgers are made with love. She has culinary skill of note. They are the best hamburgers you will ever, ever, ever eat. She sells about 80 to 120 burgers a day. The McDonald's across the road sells a thousand burgers a day. Mm -hmm. Now, if you look at popularity, you would say the McD McDonald's burgers were the be better burgers. They are not. This lady from Primrose makes the best burgers. So that was a shift in perception for me, especially in the music industry where popularity is rewarded in the music industry. Yeah. So you so, win a Grammy because you've sold an enormous amount of albums, you know. And I love to tell that story on stage. And I love to, I love to, and hope to and strive to be like the Portuguese lady in Primrose. My songs are authentic and real. The and quality, I, yeah. And I'm proud of them. They're, they're not great songs, but they're real, authentic they're songs. They're awesome songs. They're Thank great you. songs. Thank you. And I had a, at the end of the show, there was a guy who was standing in, in the queue. I was signing CDs and that. And he came up to me at the end of the show. And I, I could see that there was something powerful. He was he had something deep to tell me. He had scars on his head. And um, he... He had his mom and his sister and his dad with him. And he said to me, Clint, I need to tell you something. Uh, I was in hospital. I'd had, th uh, th he'd had three brain tumors removed. He was on his last legs. He was ready to throw in the towel. And someone gave him my album with my song, Rock Bottom, on it. Mm -hmm. And Rock Bottom became his call song. I wrote a song called Rock Bottom, and it's about when you're at Rock Bottom, there's only one way to go, and it's back up. And by the grace of God that gave him hope. And he managed to pull through and he wanted to come and tell me that. And he'd heard the whole Grammy story and his whole vibe was, Clint, if anyone asks you, you have won a Grammy and his name's Patrick and he lives in Clarksdale. Oh, that is, and that is for just me, the most that, amazing, whew, amazing story. That shifted the, shifted my, my goals. And but my when aims. you wrote that song, 
Yes. Did I'll, you feel like you've, you've hit rock bottom? Absolutely. Like, My mom had just died. Uh, I'd had a, a drug problem and a drinking problem. Uh, I'd, I, I, was, I was nowhere. And mm. I, had, I had a moment where I realized that I was nowhere. You know, and it's when it's when we we reach those moments, and we can we can capture that into a song. I mean, we're going to play a song of mine just now, um, that is probably the most honest song that I've ever written in my life. And um, and I think often we are so afraid to be vulnerable because it's kind of like you think it's a weakness, and we need to be strong. But I've I've learned in my life that when you are strong enough. To be vulnerable, if you have the courage yes. to be honest and vulnerable, and open your heart and and share what it is that you truly feel, because I mean, on this planet, we've become masters of avoiding feeling. Yes. We shelve it, we hide it, we press it down, repress and, and, and eventually, yeah, we're like this press, pressure cookers, and we're just you know ready to blow. And this is I mean, you and I'm theta healer, so we understand that if you do not value honor. And express your feelings, you're gonna get ill. Yes. You know, it's gonna affect your body. So at some point in my life, I, I had to realize that waking up every morning, feeling resentful, feeling angry, this, this will affect my health. This will make me ill. Right? And, and I had to make a change. Sometimes you cannot change other people. One thing that I've learned is that change begins with you. You need to change yourself. And I've yes. worked for years and years on myself, um, to become the best that I can be and to be completely whole and, 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 and healed in, within myself. But at some point, you need to change the environment as well. You need to, to make decisions that change things around you. And this song that we're going to play just now is also on my album called Just Be. Um, it's actually taken me a year now before I actually performed it live for the, for the first time. Because it's it's just so raw, and I remember the first time singing it, I felt incredibly vulnerable. I, I wanted to start crying on the stage, because being so honest and so vulnerable and saying, "Yes, you know what? I've hurt. I know how it feels to be rejected. I know how it feels to 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 be um, alone." Yeah. And I think that is probably the biggest fear we are on earth is for people to to feel alone. And I've managed to capture this in the song. And what I've realized is, is that if I have the courage to be vulnerable, I give other people the permission to also be vulnerable and to open up. And this is what music's about, um, opening and allowing others to open. And we connect and we share and we feel together. Um, the song we're going to play for you now is called You Prefer. You prefer to spend time with a glass of red wine Blowing circles of smoke to the moon And I'm all alone in my room So don't you even dare deny this affair You prefer to spend time with a glass of red wine Instead of being a lover of mine You're always so busy It's making me dizzy Always something important to do And I'm always waiting on you So don't you even 
there's never a moment to share. Oh, how I dream of us being alone as you sweep me away in your arms. I imagine us kissing somewhere in the rain, but then. You prefer to spend time with a glass of red wine instead of being a lover of mine. I guess I'm okay if you just stay away, 'cause I sometimes forget what I miss. But with you, it's so obvious. So don't you even dare tell me. That you care, 'cause I'll be okay if you just stay away. But seeing you reminds me each day. Oh, how I dream of us being alone as you sweep me away in your arms. I imagine us kissing somewhere in the rain, but the. You prefer to spend time with a glass of red wine instead of being a lover of mine. Central.com. Beautiful song, beautiful song by Nia Nell. So now, um, uh, Nia, the men said, "Moi for my chse." Uh, in fact, he let moi for my verduidelik. He let groot woorde gebruik. <laughs> in Afrikaans? <laughs> ja, he was verschrikkelijk beskrywend. Uh, en he let vir my gesê, klint, asjeblief, jy kan nie net in Engels sing nie so. Oh, Ga nie nou vir Afrikaans is van sing. <laughs> Engels man. Wow, dis die rijpaard nie hom <laughs> Ben so kon sengjou parasido lovel herom has <laughs> En my pentabeles man hulle karel as soon Die weber of die sulle wind hulle bene met die nou En my hitje lola, hoed vir die haar En ek sal even die hitje hou Volare Wow, wow Cantare, oh, medu del pinto di blu, berice le stari lassù. 
that's just a bit of nonsense. Yo, I love that. It was awesome. What language was that? <laughs> it was uh, Clint, uh, Clint Italian. <laughs> I loved it. But don't you have like Afrikaans on? Come on, man. Yeah. Goed bekeer. Is daar geld in my sak? Okay, that's already funny. Ja, die radio is vol kak. Hulle wil nie, my liekie speel nie. Except for Cliff Central. Nou rai ek dousie se paard en kyk hoe vikkel my staat. En nie en nou, sy kan het nie gloe nie. Groet my ek is een van jylle. Ek stem vry staat oor die blauwe bela. Ek doen dit omdat ek kan. Alhoewel ek is a Engelsman. En die mensa sê laat veel. Wow! Maar moet nie vir my sê Ek is a sout Ek beloof ek sal het nie sê Generaal Koos de la Rij Hy is familie van my Hy is my oma'se oom En Anton Goosin Ja, Koos kom bys Saam met hulle Rook ek een bykie boom Nie meer nie, nie meer nie Groet my aard is een van julle Ek stem vry staat oor die blauwe bela Ek doen dit omdat ek kan Alhoewel ek is a Engelsman En die mense sê laat veel Maar moet nie vir my sê Ek is a sout Zij, kom stop ons om my nou net daar Awesome man I got into a lot of trouble when I first sang that song. Yes, Because sure. I did not know that that P word was such a, such a feestelijk of word. What's, what's the word is it? Yeah, like, really? ba- banana peel. For me, it didn't worry <laughs> me at all. <laughs> <laughs> so we were playing, we were playing at the Mossel Bay barnyard. Okay. And there were, I didn't know. So we did the full Monty version. We did, I included the P word in the song. And there were two old tunnies at the back that were so disgusted that they packed their monkey and they died. <laughs> and they but I the best, the best sh- part was, <laughs> Is the owner of the barnyard at the time, Ben Boiter, fabulous guy, loved that barnyard and he ran it so well. He was standing at the box office as the two old tunnies were leaving and uh-huh. he overheard the one tunny say to the other tunny, I thought they would be more obsessed about, about the boom <laughs> Well, now, funny you say that because previously to that we'd played at the Plettenberg Bay barnyard, which was a, is a very English as opposed to Mossel Bay was very Afrikaans. Oh, okay. So I thought we'd let's do the, let's see if I get a reaction. So I played Engelsman, the full, full version of Engelsman at yeah. the Plet Barnyard. And an old granny with purple hair came up to me after the show and she was frightfully British. And she said, young man, I did not appreciate your Afrikaans song. And I was trying to think, <laughs> how does she know about the P word? And yes, she sounds yes, so yes. British. What's all this all about? She says to me, you are on a stage. People look up to you. Stop smoking. Boom. <laughs> boom. <laughs> I said, I was completely blown, blown, blown away. I said to ma'am, I do not smoke boom anymore. And I think by judging by her purple hair, she yeah. was the one smoking but, the good but, stuff. But don't you just love all the comments we get and the, and the things that, I, I tell you, I've, I've had some comments from the audience. I mean, you know, now I'm a more reserved singer than you. So I was sitting behind my keyboard one night and I'm singing tonight. I said, it's like some restaurant there. Um, um, I shouldn't call the direction, all right? <laughs> and I'm singing this beautiful song, and suddenly, I think it was if it was a Portuguese restaurant. Suddenly, this guy comes running into the place and he shouts, 
fight, fight, you know, and all the guys, like one man jumps up and the woman is just set the, mm, down, you know, and everyone's screaming and they're running outside and I can see through the doorway, like, you know, chairs flying and everyone's hitting and screaming and I'm just like, tonight, my love, for you, and guys shouting at me, the one like, oh, this is horrible. Smashing pumpkins, players smashing pumpkins. Oh, <laughs> ah, request, request. request. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, smashing pumpkins is like a, like a metal kind of. So they're ripping me off, you know, and I'm yeah. like dying a slow death. But I guess I need to off my back for false yellow arms, and then you're like, so it's like oh, dozy and 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 and. and. Teens and, and yeah, you had so much to say good is, but I can't start to say something And if I could come up with a great line, like nice hemp or what your mom did is for the gordijn gemaakt of so it's my name, I'm just dying. And then I just met this man, which I married and I was married to for 14 years because of this, let me tell you. I saw him getting up after probably the fifth or 14th time that these guys were going, smashing pumpkins. And I saw him walking over to their table and he was just whispering something. And, uh, what did he say? What they were he? quiet. <laughs> so after the, the after the night, I said to him, what did you say to them? He says, well, I just told them, if they want to hear smashing pumpkins, they should come outside with me. <laughs> so I mean, and, oh, that's ah, awesome. So he stuck up for oh, you. Oh, he stuck up for me. He, he protected me. And that was so cool. That was amazing. Some of my Muso friends, they did a, um, a stint on one of the, the ocean liners, one of the cruise ships. And mm-hmm. uh, after the one night, oh, they'd finished the show and a member of the audience came up and asked them the question, uh, do you guys uh, sleep on board? <laughs> <laughs> And he was a wise ass and he said, no, we get on a, we row back to the mainland <laughs> after the show. <laughs> we got a little thingy. <laughs> uh, people ask the most ridiculous questions. They do. And the stuff that they give you. I remember when I was at the Michelangelo Hotel. Now, y- you must understand, you're a musician. Yes. You earn hardly any money. So here's a tip. <laughs> Never tip a musician with a drink. Give yeah. them money. They yeah. want to buy bread. <laughs> they want to buy, they want to buy AA food. Meetings. And they actually have to go and pay rent. And, but I remember that, like in Michelangelo Hotel, the gentleman will buy me like a glass of champagne. Now, a glass of champagne in those days were, uh, 95 rand. One night, someone bought me a whole bottle of Don Perignon. Oh, Did awesome. I try in vain to sell it back <laughs> to, <laughs> to, the the, to the barman? <laughs> it was like a thousand five hundred rand. I could pay two months of rent. <laughs> oh man, that's brilliant. Oh, well, my, my first professional gig after I left university, I played at the Johannesburg Sun in town, and it was like the the bar was called Judge's Bar, and it was like a real upmarket ladies' cocktail lounge that. Oh, I'm was, sure you went that down was like full of hookers. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I think there were about 10 escort agencies within a, within a hundred meter radius oh, of the. Oh, you were so lucky. <laughs> there, there was one of them. Her name was, uh, Desire or Desiree. And she used, always used to say to me, listen, uh, I'll give you, it's been a slow night, Clint. I'll give you a half price special. Mm. And then I used to head for the hills. Oh, my word. But now there was a guy one evening I was playing there and I was very worried. I'd had, I had no money on me. I'd had just enough petrol to get my, little bucky into the parking lot downstairs i was not going to make it home and there was a um an asian gentleman who was really enjoying what i was doing and halfway through songs that he was loving he would come up and he would pop money through my guitar strings while i was playing yeah into the hole into the (laughs) into the guitar and this had happened a couple of weeks prior and i now was playing and i had no money whatsoever and at the end of the night came and i was like i'm not going to get home (laughs) and as i picked my guitar up to put it into the case i saw a flash of pink 
in the guitar. Oh, that's and it, it was a 50 rand note. Then, you know, in those days, that could fill up my car completely with petrol, and I bought a shawarma on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> could you get it out? <laughs> yes, I just, but, but it's easy to get it oh. out. It's just, I hadn't noticed yeah, it previously. I can't get the platforms out when they fall in there, and they do fall in there a lot. So I was just wondering how you get 50 rand out there. Before. No, when you, if you need, the, if you need the 50 You're rand. <laughs> You're so skilled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Of money. And, and I mean, you just said you had a bucky. I had a stallion bucky. Do you remember? Then, I remember. It was the, yeah, not the most elegant yeah, car for a lady mean. of yeah. your grace and <laughs> poise to be driving. What did I, I put a sticker on the back. Says, what did it say? Like, uh, men pick up bur- uh, birds and we, and, and we pick up worms. <laughs> <laughs> and the stallion bucky. And I got out. I was also so old. I was with Tola van der Marwe. I had a stallion bucky. So we had my car Tola. And I had to pack all the gear on the back of that bucky. And you probably experienced this as a musician. Sometimes it rains. Yes. Yes, and I stop you it under the bridge and you bid for your gear. Oh, man. <laughs> and I remember my speakers. In those days, like everything's becoming smaller and smaller and smaller. But do you remember the size of the speakers in those days? They were huge. Yeah. And I mean, I'm saying those days would probably sound very old. But this is about 15 years ago. Yeah. And then I would wrap my arms. I could. I can't put my arms around these speakers. And I would like... Carry them with with my legs as well as I climb up the stairs. Oh man! And getting to my gig, and then then the guys they were so nice they would open the door for me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm dying! Yeah. <laughs> and I was so strong. I remember I had this uh, this this boyfriend. I dated him for one month, and he carried my speakers, and I couldn't pick the stuff up again. <laughs> like, That's in those days we used to put. Uh, 50,000 rands worth of gear into a 5,000 <laughs> rand car to go and earn 50 bucks. <laughs> that is so true. Oh, man. I just finished paying off my gear last year. Oh, fantastic. Oh, man, so I own all my gear now. Oh, but so that is cool. wonderful. Yeah. But that is like, I, I tell you, gear is the most important thing for a musician. If you can have your own speakers and your own stuff. And I remember my parents had an endowment. That they took out for me when, when, when I was just when I finished studying because I studied jazz music and, um, I managed to buy this nine and a half thousand PA system for myself. And with my loving and kind heart, I gave it to someone that needed a system for the night and I never saw it again. (laughs) (laughs) So that is not, that is, that is paying the dues and learning the lessons. And are you looking forward to Monday? Let's talk about what Monday. we're doing on Monday. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me just give an intro to that. Okay. okay. How loud can I sing on this? Just going to introduce Monday. Okay. Monday. Yes, the sun will shine again. Monday. All the clouds will disappear. Don't you ask me why I've just got the feeling That Monday Is gonna be, is gonna be, is gonna be Is gonna be my perfect day Tell us about Monday Jeez, you are talented Every time I walk on stage, I go, oh my goodness, there's people. And when you, when you opened your lungs there now for the first note, uh, the producer dived across to, to get to I, your volume. I can only imagine the distortion on the other side of this. Oh, uh, marvelous. So marvelous. tell us about Monday, Monday, Monday. Well, you and I are doing our workshop on Monday. Yes. 
at the fabulous new venue called Absolute Soul, which is a sanctuary yeah, what a great in, place. in Centurion. And Nandi. Uh, Nia and I, we have long since believed that there is a responsibility that comes with entertainment and with songwriting and, and with music and that. And uh, that we, there's an amazing thing that happens when you entertain. People who are being entertained get placed in the moment. So their everyday worries and their strife, they get, it gets forgotten for a while and they get suspended in that perfect moment where they, where they, where they are able to tap their feet to to click their fingers, to clap their hands, to shake their bums. And there's an amazing healing that happens in that. And that's just the first step. And you and I have always really loved that. So we have put an inspired entertainment music and motivation workshop together. About It's all about the peace, about passion and purpose and prosperity and play. And yes, and promise and <laughs> all those amazing <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I also teach a lot of techniques because, um, you know, um, there's so many skills and things that you can do uh, to remain healthy, to me, to remain balanced, and to remain centered. Yeah, absolutely. And there's there's these four areas that we mostly focus on: being balanced spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. So I'll be sharing a lot of uh, techniques, breathing techniques, sound techniques that can actually assist you and in yeah. in, in maintaining your health. Um, we we teach people how to manifest, bring bring in the abundance that's our birthright, the abundance of joy and and happiness and and and, and wealth and health and all of that, um, and also just uh, how to focus, like Clinton says, on the now. Because I mean, the past is just going to be a memory, and it m- might just make you depressed or sad, or maybe if it was a great memory, happy. But you haven't got it now, and the future is so vast, so big, yeah. it's just going to leave you feeling anxious. And you create this the, moment. You you create. Your future by being in the moment in now the, enjoying yeah. the moment and yeah. i mean you know all we have clint is this moment and i don't know about you but i'm having a lot of well, fun this is a pretty good moment absolutely <laughs> but on monday we are going to assist you guys to be in the moment share the moment with us we are going to sing some songs and, and just you know do some entertainment like he says in, in, inspirational entertainment but as on top of everything, uh, Clinton, I'm both theta healers. I'm a theta healing uh, practitioner. I'm also a sound healer. And I have a, 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 a world-published book called Knowing Who I Am, published by Hay House. Yes. So my book is also worldwide available. And we are passionate about teaching people who they are. Yeah. And to assist them in That book of yours is wonderful I've also written a book My book is more of a fictional tale And it yeah. was published by me and, uh, <laughs> It has a lot of shagging in it uh, In fact, my friends have referred to oh, it many I, times Now so that you put it in there You're going to sell more than me like a lot of <laughs> My friends refer to it as Fifty Shades of Holy Crap <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. but, but come and join us. Um, if if you if you if you don't know about this yet, I mean you can find out um, on our Facebooks is neonal.com and Clint Clint Cunningham or Clint and Co. Yeah. Clint and Co is my band. We started out as the Credence Clearwater Revival tribute show mm-hmm. 13, 14 years ago, and uh, then did a whole bunch of other stuff from there. And we just became referred to as Clint and Co. Mm-hmm. So that's I mean, not, not the most. Uh, flamboyant name, but definitely original and definitely who we yes, are. Definitely. Yeah. So I've done my band and I. We've done over six hundred Credence Clearwater Revival tribute shows Whoa. over the last thirteen odd years. You know, we've worked hard. Eh? Yeah. I've worked, um, I love to perform. You know, we, we're a working band, and I have been so blessed to be 
supported by the motorcycle industry and supported by the boxing industry. I'm a licensed ring announcer in the boxing world, and uh, Golden Gloves and African Ring have been fabulous to me. I've my band plays the fighters to the ring at Empress Palace at Box and Dance. I've travelled to Monaco in the south of France four times now to sing the South African national anthem before yes. one of our local world champions. We have. Awesome world champion boxers. My, really? fa- my favorite one is Heki Butler. He's the minimum weight. Mm-hmm. It's called straw weight. I think it's around 47, 48 kgs. He is the, I think it's the WBA and the IBO world champion. Ring magazine rate him as the number one in his weight division in the world. And people don't know about him. And here he is fighting for the prince and princess in Monaco and winning. He's winning all his fights and he's carrying the South African flag oh, really high. I got and to you get to sing. Sing the national anthem. And Do I you s- actually know the words? I made so sure. <laughs> I made so sure that I can sing the national oh, anthem. Oh, I, 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 had to, I had to sing it once. At, at, uh, it's at nerve-wracking. New, oh, right? at a New Zealand and Springbok rugby. I mean, it was just so overwhelming. I think there were 60,000 people that wow. day. It was like, ah, oh, this feeling is so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I remember when you took a couple of us theater healers to go and see one of your boxing matches. Yeah. <laughs> that was the most interesting day because here we have all these healers and every time somebody punches somebody <laughs> in and they're like, oh my goodness, <laughs> just heal the poor guy. <laughs> oh no, that was an awesome evening. Because I mean, my, my band, we play the fighters to the ring so and we do the Bohemian Rhapsodies and the ACDCs and we do a whole bunch of our own stuff as well and then I, I'm blessed I get to do the fighting out of the blue corner wearing the black and white trunks weighing in at so-and-so, so-and-so and I get to do all of that and I had one of my most, most amazing moments on stage in a boxing ring where I sang the national anthem for the first time. I sang the national anthem at a box and dine event that was a tribute event for the late Corey Saunders, uh, who was a world heavyweight champion. And he was an awesome, awesome man. I met him a couple of times. He was even a fan of my band, which was so cool. cool. I sang the national anthem in a boxing ring with his son and his daughter, crying oh. next to me and it was the first time I'd sung the anthem live before so I was really focusing on the words and trying not to pick up on their energy because I I would have burst into tears as yeah, well that was such you must have had some magical moments on oh. stage can you remember that do any jump to mind <clears throat> right yes. you know um definitely when I when I had to sing with Andrea Bocelli yes we had to rehearse before the before the show, because we sang one song and then I had to walk off stage with him, because it was a, a then come back for the encore. And you had to lead him as well. I had to lead him because he's but, blind. Yeah. Yeah, and and this is the one thing that that was so amazing for me because as I took his arm, now we're practicing this. Thank goodness we practiced this. He took my arm and I was not leading because <laughs> I'm gentle and I was just holding him and he took the lead and he walked me straight into the to the grand piano. <laughs> It was because, and I couldn't believe that someone that's blind can have such confidence and such trust. He just, he just goes. Um, and I'm so thankful that we actually rehearsed that because that night when I took his arm, I, I definitely took the lead, you know, and I made sure (laughs) otherwise I'm going to be ending up with my ball gown on top of the grand piano. Um, that was amazing. And I, I remember I practiced and practiced and practiced because the final note of the prayer goes on. And on, yes, it does. You're going to have big on, lungs. And on. And I remember I practiced this for so long. Um, and I actually went for some singing lessons to, to see if, you know, to, to, to really whack this because I didn't want to like end in the middle of the note and then there's Andre Bocelli still singing the note forever and forever. Yes. And the singing teacher said to me, 
I needed to relax. And instead of thinking that I am pushing air out, I need to draw the air in while I'm actually holding the note. And this was an amazing lesson for me because, you know, it's when you force things that you always end up short of where it is that you want to go. But it's when you're drawing things in and just go with the flow. Yes. Um, I still didn't get the lesson um, then because that <laughs> night I was singing with Andre Bocelli and he was going, oh, no, 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 no. And I remember at one point I just, when, my, when I just didn't have any air anymore, I just kind of smiled and I thought, wow, you know, yeah. what a blessing. But that night I realized that if I was there on my own singing there, it would have meant nothing. My mom was there. Um, actually, specifically flew her in from Namibia, and I was from Namibia, I was born, and I had my mom special at Enkom, and a few family gebrengings. And this is what the aunt so amazing made. Because this is in a flash, in a moment. And haven't you realized this, Clint? Um, we can have the greatest moments, but it's just moments. Yes. It passes so quickly. So you, it's who you share it with, and afterwards yeah. you can sit and chat about it. Yeah. I had an amazing moment in a in a little pub uh, in Johannesburg about f- fifteen odd years ago. I do you know I had a number one song. I know. I, I a, love. Are you going to sing that song for us? <coughs> you got to sing it for us. Cry, baby, cry. There's no one to love you now. Cry, baby, cry. There's no one to hold you now. Don't you cry, baby, cry. There's no one to love you now. Cry, baby, cry. There's no one to hold you now. I played that song, I love that song. as a one-man band in a little bar called Sheila's in the north of Joburg. Mm-hmm. And a guy came up to me afterwards because it had been a big hit. It had been a big hit for me. I know it was playing. Nobody knew it was me. Oh. It wasn't available in any of the CD stores. So I had a hit song that no one knew was mine and it wasn't available. That's a typical South African thing that's happened yep, once yeah, yeah, once yeah, or yeah. twice before. <laughs> so I played the song and this guy came up to me afterwards and he said, hey, I really dig that song. Who who did that song? I said, me. Yes. He said, no, I know, but who did that song? <laughs> I said, me. me. And then he said, dude, don't get cocky. I'll smack you. You know, he got pissed off with me until he eventually realized, no way, it's you, that's wrote your that song. song. You I was like, wrote that song. that's my song. And then he bought me Jack Daniels oh, for the rest of the, the night. Man, the man. <laughs> it's kind of like my song, Who Painted the Moon, you know. Right? Now, that was a massive hit for you. It was, and it was covered by a um, New Zealand singer, yes. um, beautiful vocalist uh, called Hayley Westerner. Yes. And um, she went on to sell over two million CDs with uh, that song as her first single. Oh, awesome. So the song, didn't, but she could never get radio play in South Africa because my version was already being played here. And um, so I went onto a YouTube site once and I saw the writings and it was her version. And I was just reading some of the comments and there was a guy who's like, who actually wrote the song? And then they thought, no, it was the producer. And they were saying, no, the producer wrote it. And then somebody came in and said, no, Hayley Westerner wrote the song. And then somebody else came with a different name. And then there was somebody from South Africa that actually commented and said, no, actually, it is uh, the singer-songwriter Nianal. And they were going, like, who the hell is Nianal? And I was like, <laughs> she's just a wannabe who wants to cover, who covered the song and everything. And in that moment, you actually don't have the need to defend, to defend this. Yes. You know, you got royalties. Thank you very much. And <laughs> you, you got royalties. I didn't get anyone. <laughs> I'm still waiting for some royalties. <laughs> but I, I think it's, it's just amazing when somebody actually covers your song and, and it gets out there. And uh, you know what? The truth never needs to be defended. Yeah. You, you wrote it you no matter what anyone says. Yeah. It's your song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing. This, this has been so much fun. I know, I love it. Have you got some more songs on here? Which one? Which one have you got on there? Uh, 
Oh, let's, so let's talk about that, that song. That was a great intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I specifically remember one night at the at the Hilton Hotel. I was singing. I loved the Hilton Hotel because they put the grand piano in the middle of the buffet. So I had about 40 minutes to decide what I'm going to eat in the buffet. <laughs> I tell you, I said the entire piano. <laughs> Listen, food is so important for food, us musicians. Sex yeah. and sleep. <laughs> Absolutely. Those, those the, I music. had a drummer once who used to bring Tupperware to uh, to corporate events so that he could fill uh, fill it up, fill fill up uh, the week's worth <laughs> of supplies. I come with my whole cooler bag to every event <laughs> because food is very important. But anyway, I, I remember sitting there one night and somebody sent me an SMS and said, I've got to go outside and, and go and look at this. There's, there's magic happening outside. And when I got outside, it was a lunar eclipse, die maan verduisteren. And I, yeah. oh, this was ongelooflik. It was in the year 2001. I shall nooit forget me. Um, and I got out buiten toe gegaan and I got die maan gesit and kijk terwijl hy nou so swaard word. En ek het daar aangesit en wens en gedroom en gebid dat iets iets speciaals toch met my moet gebeur, want jy weet, dit is, dit, dit is nogal sal destroying betekker om so in die restaurant en die pubs en die, en in die casinos te speel en ek onthou, ek het so na die maan sit en kyk en, en op pad huis so daar die aand het ek dier my kaarvenster sit en kyk en hierdie sang het na my toegekom binnen 20 minuten toe ek by die huis was, want het vat my precies 20 minuten om by my huis te kom van die, van die hielte nou te af. En ek het nog so dier die kaarvenster sit en kyk na die maan. En um, ja, hierdie liekie het gekom. En het, en het was, en sal nog altyd wees, een van my, van my meest speciaalste liekies. Who painted the moon black? Awesome, let's listen.
a black balloon Just as you walked away from me Now, who painted the moon there Just when you asked your love back Who painted the moon there Oh, won't you, oh, future of South Africa. On my shoulders, I carry the hopes and dreams of generations to come. I'm eager to learn, but even more eager to use my knowledge for good. I know that it's not where I come from, but where I'm going to that really matters. At Sibanya Gold, we believe our youth is worth its weight in gold, which is why we are so committed to developing, nurturing, and grooming our young people into future leaders. Sibanya Gold, we are one. Vijf minuten, voel lang, as jy jou droomnooi by haar ouwreis gaan optel vir jylle eerste afspraak, en sy nog nie gereed is nie, en jy net gauw gauw vaar moet wacht, op die selfde dag wat haar pa al sy jachtvriende, die een groter en hariger as die ander, onthaal vir hulle jaarlikse najachtog bultong ophang braai, en hulle skielik min in die vocht inhoud van die bultongkamer belangstel, en baie in die feit dat jy kraaghemp met net een kleer aan het, terwijl hulle na jou gluur met bloedbelope oor oor snorre warm siedekies soos jou na gewoonlik spoorloos verdwijn, totdat jy die gevoel krij dat hulle vanavond meer as net blispok dikkelies aan die vleeshakke gaan hang, en jou selfvertrouwe laat kwijn soos een skadie in die naam heb, en jou droom nooie gedagtes in een nachtmerrie verander, terwijl jy bid vir die einde. Vijf minuten voel kort, as het altijd is wat het jou vat om jou ginsling millipap gaar te maak. Ijs kwekkoek millimeel. Van sak na bak in 5 minuten. Cliffcentral.com What a fabulous ad. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Millipop, Millipop. Can we just do, I just, I'd like to do a big thank you to, wow, to Gareth yes. and his team here. Yeah, this is, it's so refreshing to be able so to talk about what we want to talk about and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like May cliffcentral.com no go from strength to strength to strength to strength. Yeah, yeah very, very cool. Ek en jy het baie bezig in Havik vir ons, nie? Want jy gaan een paar keer ronddraag en ek is bezig om partijkie te reel, want my drie meisiekies het nou net acht jaar oud geworden. Yes. 
Sure. One of the reasons why my weekend is hectic is because I'm, race back <laughs> I'm racing back for that party. Weet you what, I can't believe that I'm going to fly for eight years. And I can't believe that I'm going to fly for eight years. And I can't believe that I'm going to fly for eight years. And I can't believe that I'm going to fly for eight years. And I can't believe that I'm going to fly for eight years. And I can't believe that I'm going to fly for eight Second, I was speechless. <laughs> <laughs> and that doesn't happen often with me now. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I remember I was, I felt so, um, I, I went out there and I phoned the entire world and told them and that night I couldn't sleep. I was like, what if something happens to one of these little babies? Because I'm already in love with all three of them. And I sat for an hour listening to this doctor telling me about everything that's going to go wrong. And, um, and this is how the universe works the next morning. Someone sent me an SMS and says, you've got to watch Discovery Channel tonight. There's a In the Womb program. And I remember watching how the, it was about twins and triplets and quadruplets. And right at the end of the program, um, the announcer says, it doesn't matter if it's one baby or two or three or four or five or six. This remains a miracle. And the three of these, these three girls, you know, they are such a miracle. And yeah, I remember they, that's awesome. when I realized that I can just do my best, but I've got to let go. And I spot all that and I say, I know precisely what happens control freaks, They end up having triplets. <laughs> and that's when you know you, you're never in control and you're never going to be in control again. So they've really taught me how to just be and just let go and trust the flow of things. Eight years ago, I can't believe it. Have you got any gigs this weekend? I do. Where are you playing? Tomorrow I'm doing Stone Cradle. In uh, Pretoria. Oh, that's an awesome venue over the Reed Flay yes. Dam. Yes, and I'm yeah. doing this special event for Women's Day it's in the morning. Okay. Uh, people can like check out my website and also on my Facebook. And my website is uh, com. And you, have you got any gigs this weekend? Yes, uh, we. I'm leaving six o'clock on Saturday morning to drive. <gasps> six in the morning. In the morning. It's in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh, Sonia, that's not, <laughs> does not handle early rising. I don't. Don't handle early. I had to phone her several times uh, just to get here on time today. <laughs> <laughs> so you're driving to Durban and then you're, you're racing dri- back. Driving to Durban to play on the Castle Gig Rig before the big rugby test match at Kings Park Stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, the moment we finish, to get back into the bus, my big band bus with beds and everything in it, oh, and, was and drive. Back for the for the for the triplets party. Just drive straight back so that I can sleep in the loving arms of my girlfriend, and mm-hmm. then go to your daughter's uh, birthday, birthday party, party the next day. And then on on Monday we're doing that awesome wor- workshop at workshop. Absolute Soul, yes. and then Tuesday I'm shooting a DVD. I'm actually recording a DVD where I'm going to uh, capture all the the techniques and all the breathing techniques and everything. So tell me, are you going to sing that awesome song of yours on your gigs this weekend, the very famous one that nobody believes you wrote? Cry, baby, cry. Yeah, can we play it right now? I would love it if you guys Here played it right cry, now. Yeah, cry, baby, but cry. Clint Cunningham. <laughs>
Central.com. Late one night, coming home after a gig. Mm-hmm. Back in the days when there was no DSTV and at like 11 o'clock at night, CNN International used to go on. Uh, we arrived home from the gig. My partner, Marshall, at the time, he was my guitar player. I was his singer. We used to work a lot together. And we wrote that song together. And we we witnessed on CNN International that big, um, there was massive problems in Rwanda. And there were refugees fleeing the country. And there on the side of the road was a mother who had died with her newborn baby still alive in her arms. Cry, baby, cry. There's no one to love you now. The song starts late at at night by my TV light. They showed me a life with no meaning. No one to stop the crying. She's so lonely. Cry, baby, cry. That's what that song is actually all about. That is awesome. That is so awesome. What an amazing song. And don't you think that um, it's usually those simple songs that 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 
become hit songs, you know. Um, and I think life is like that. It's yeah, a, that's a two chord song. I know, and, and and it's like even who painted the moon. The thing is, um, in simplicity, there's there's so much magic in simplicity. Yeah. It's when, and, and and life is like that. If you can manage to keep your life simple. And just eat droevos like we do now. <laughs> you know, but ons is so intelligent. Ons make ons leven so gecompliceerd. And I've truly found that it's in the simple things, you know. Yeah. Like I can actually be a vegetarian if it wasn't for Biltong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can still live with Biltong. Tell us your, in fact, I'll start. Okay, most get, embarrassing get, moment oh on stage. No. Okay. My most embarrassing moment. Okay. okay. Can, can I, like, is it a long story? Can I? Quickly yes, you can take a bite okay. of your drivels. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing with Marshall at Tin Roof Blues years ago in Neisner. I'd had a butterfish for lunch that had not, uh, it had, my stomach had not liked it at all. And I had a runny bum of note. No. Now I have to be on stage. Okay. So I said to Marshall, I said, if I rush off the stage in the middle of the song, please play a long guitar solo and don't laugh at me. <laughs> so Strews Bob, Halfway through one of the songs, halfway through the night, I, in the middle of a song reaching for a high note, I soil myself and I have to rush off stage and run to the toilet. Okay? No. Thank God it was winter and it was very, very cold on the garden route. So I had underpants, long johns and my jeans on. So I had only soiled my underpants. Oh, fantastic. So I went into the bathroom, <laughs> took my underpants off, managed to clean myself up and back, got dressed up and everything was fine except for... The failed pair of underpants that I had in my hand. What am I going to do with these? I can't flush them down the toilet. There's nowhere to throw them. There's no uh, dustbin <laughs> in the toilet. What am I going to do? And as I'm holding them with two fingers up in my hand like this, and I look up, I see the window is open. No. So I just there was nothing I had to. Nothing, what could I do? I've got to get back on stage. So I lob them out of the window. Go back on stage. We finish the gig. Everything's going fabulously. End of the night. We're packing up the gear. And uh, I'm carrying one of the speakers, and I had one of those old Flower Power VW Fleet Line combis back in the day. It was a beautiful old band vehicle. So we were carrying the gear down the stairs, around the corner to the back parking lot to park to to pack the gear. Come round the corner, and there, hanging from my rear view mirror no. on my combi, on my soiled underwear. <laughs> Not escape that one. Oh, I can't believe I just told that story. <laughs> well, on thank it. you very much for sharing. <laughs> Your turn. No, oh, yours is definitely worse. Um. I, I mean, really, I'm very special like that. I I have very special moments on stage. <laughs> um, I can't. Remember. I don't know which one was worse. Uh, the one where I fell horribly on stage in front of an entire audience, and um, afterwards. But this is actually in good. the middle. You fell. No, no, I fell in the show. I, 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 I do that quite often. Part of my saving grace is, is if I don't fall tonight, it's like, yeah, that was a great gig. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> fall. <laughs> but after the show, everyone came up and said, uh, my band came calling me. They said, listen, there's a whole group of people and they're looking for Nadine. <laughs> oh, no. So everyone thought I was Nadine. So I kind of escaped that one. <laughs> so but everyone I think thinks that Nadine, Nadine was the one falling. <laughs> Meanwhile, it was you. But I will say my ergst oomlik was to ek moes ingevul het vir Amor, vir Tony. Mm -hmm. En Joost 
hulle twee doen hier die MC gigs, ok, en dan, ja. en hy wil presenting in award evening, en ek moest toen nou vir haar invul, want sy was siek gewees, en nou moet ek praat, en ek het nog nooit MC werk gedoen, ok, so ek weet nie idee wat ek doen nie, en hulle stuur vir my al hierdie lang papier, wat ek nou moet oefen in reus voor die tijd, en I am so nervous, want dit is nou nog in Engels ook, ok, en ek is Afrikaans, dit is nou baie jare terug, so I get to this place, en Oké, okay, ons gaan nou hierdie doen. Ek moet hierdie sê, Joos sê daarom, maar ek is so nervous nie. Ek luister nie een woord wat, wat, wat Joos sê nie. En die hele saal sit vol van hierdie stuive mense, want het is een award evening, so allemaal is nou baie nervous en alles. En ek gaan op en ek sê my eerste gedeelte, en ek praat daar en ek gaan sit, nou begin ek my volgende gedeelte lees nie. En ek is so nervous, ek wil nou net alles raag sê. En Joos praat sê, jylle is te klaar en hy is klaar, en toe hy nou klaar gepraat het, staan ek weer op en ek stap na die podium toe en ek gaan aan nie. <laughs> en ek begin so met die woords ceremony nou aankondig en alles, maar ek hoor dit raak so stil. En, maar ek lees net alles line for line, because you know, I'm just so thankful I'm getting through this and I just want to get this over and done with. En op een stadium sien ek hier so staan Joos langs my and I took myself my scour, and I said for my, Nia Nell, let's go and have our main course. And that was what he announced just before I went back continuing with him. Oh, so you were supposed to wait. I was supposed to go and have my main course, and I didn't even listen to a single word he was saying. I was so embarrassed. I sat in the toilet, and I'm thinking, oh, no, one, please don't Did you thinking. get a round of applause? No, I didn't. Everyone's just like, if it was if they were like warm and welcoming, I mean, that is just, but, oh, these are what even is the corporates. Uh, MC, MC work oh, is, it's hard work. No, it's not easy. You've got to have the gift of the gab and, oh, like absolutely, like when we went the other night to the comedy club, I love that and I think to myself, at least with us, people are polite, they will kind of, even if they hate the song, they'll just kind of go like this. But people will not laugh if your joke is not funny. Yes. So um, we went to to the <laughs> to the comedy club the other night, and it was so funny. And there's this guy who was telling these jokes about the Afrikaans music, and uh, Clint and I was laughing the loudest in this place because <laughs> what did he say? He says, uh, "Now I forgot." Uh, he says he has lots of friends. He's got uh, he's got black friends. He's got colored friends, and he's got Afrikaner friends. And he doesn't, you know, uh, discriminate. They doesn't discriminate because he's actually got black friends that can swim. Now I can't remember the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the thing about the colors. What did he say? He's uh, actually has. I can't, oh, I can't remember. No, but the Afrikaners just say, but he hasn't got one Afrikaans friend that can dance. And he says, and it must be because of the cock music that they listen to. <laughs> and then he says, and the Afrikaners always have the, just, just one name. It's like Steve and Kurt and Nadine. And he goes on like this. And then he says, and the best is when they introduce the band. I, I laugh so much. <laughs> he says, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for my awesome band, Fricky. Oh. Fricky press play. <laughs> and then you and I fell off our chairs. Oh, we were laughing so much. <laughs> so, that was very funny. Eh? No, and and the thing is, yeah, being a comedian, I think is the is the hardest thing ever because if nobody laughs, at least we'll get like a lame, lame. Little yeah, laugh. it's difficult. Like sometimes I'll start a show and people have no clue who I am. I say, "Hi, my name is Clint." Most of you will recognize me from the movies, and there's a bit of a stunned silence. <laughs> and I say, "I go to the movies a lot." <laughs> And sometimes they laugh their asses off, and other times they look at me like, and like who yes. is this? Nurse? Yeah, and yeah, and really <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I think most of us spend half our careers just trying to to impress people and trying to get them to listen to you, and then the rest of our life just trying to actually listen to ourselves and mm. getting in touch with who we are, you know. Um, and I think this is the one thing that I've realized is that remaining authentic and singing what's in your heart and not uh, you know not what what to please 
obviously you want people to enjoy your music, but to try, stay true to yourself and, 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 and write what's in your heart. And then at the end of the day, you must want to listen to your own music. It's not something that you want to like, oh, no, let's not listen to that song. I mean, I only have an NL CD in my bus. <laughs> yes, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and you're so proud of your music and so you I should like be. I love your music and, and I love your music too. But since I was a little girl, you know, my head is so full of music. For me, the greatest sound, the most beautiful sound, is silence. Yes. I, I love silence. Yes. And, and um, that's also when you can really, and if you can learn to become quiet, that is when you actually connect, get the, connect and get the yeah. guidance that you need in your life. Um, I, I actually went on a trip like three, four years ago to, to learn to become quiet. Yeah. And you were saying the Clinton Co bus does not have a, a sound system. It doesn't have a sound system in it oh. at all. Oh, cool. When we when we go on a long trip, we if anyone wants to listen to music, they listen to their the, what's on their phone or on their iPods with earphones. Mm-hmm. And I I keep it that way because I that's when I unravel. And that's you, what that's you, when you talk and you just become yeah, and you can trip, sit quiet. Road trip in the bus the or road trip is, on a motorcycle. Is if the gig is so far away, then I will actually be hoarse by the time we get to the gig because I've talked. All the way there. <laughs> <laughs> and talked all the way back. <laughs> and talked all the way back. And it's like, oh, that was exhausting. Please, <laughs> we've got to play one more of your songs because you're an amazing songwriter. And Thank you. Uh, this song is also on your album and it's called uh, All My Life. All My Life by Clint Cunningham. Lord, it's getting harder to find it right and wrong. Each day I'm getting older, singing the same old song. It's time to meet me now, the only one. The ship is coming in and it thrills me to the bone. All my life, day to day. All around Trying to raise a daughter The heartache I have found It's time to be someone No stone unturned The moment travels on And what have I
cliffcentral.com. So, Clint. Yes. Besides Neil Nell. Yes. Who's, your, who's, who's one of your favorite artists? Um, South African artists. No, anybody. Anybody. Like, if you're home alone and you um, have a nice I, glass of red wine. And I am very, very partial at the moment to a little Portuguese violinist. <laughs> Yeah, Singer and about vi- <laughs> oh, but she is fabulous. <laughs> she is fabulous. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, anybody who is authentic, mm-hmm. anybody who is in love with music the way you and I are in love with music, yes. I don't. I don't enjoy the poses, and I don't enjoy. Uh, Gareth will probably shout at me for this, but I don't enjoy the comp- the competition of pop idols and American <laughs> idols. And all. Uh, I don't believe mu- that singers should be in competition with each other because I can't be- I can't do you and you can't do me vocally and musically mm-hmm. and that and uh, uh, yeah anybody who who shares yeah shares from their soul. I love John Mayer. I think he. Mm-hmm. Fabulous songs. Yeah, His song, Fathers Be Good to Your Daughters. Oh, that's Kick nice my butt is. properly. Um, Pink. I think Pink is very authentic. I that's think she's true. she's awesome. Uh, and local artist, Guppy. I love Guppy to bits. Oh, what yeah, a, f- a great songwriter, great musician. Awesome musician, yeah. Uh, Even my sister, Rihanna. I think she's a Rihanna brilliant, is brilliant fabulous. songwriter. Fabulous songwriter and beautiful singer, absolutely. There's a lot of talent in this country. An amazing African singer as well, Joshua Nari Rien is ook for me, yeah. uh, Chris Chameleon. Also, amazing musicante. Yeah. Uh, I also love uh, a lady called Beth Nielsen Chapman. Now, yes. Oh, she writes the most beautiful lyrics in Nashville, and I had the privilege to write a song with her one year. I was so happy. Hey, awesome. <laughs> she wrote that song, This Kiss, This Kiss. Yes, Faith Hill's oh, Faith big Hill, hit, yeah. yeah. So for me, uh, Anyway, um, can you believe the two hours has gone so quickly? You know, we were worried how we were going to fill two hours, and we thinking, have thinking, Do I have enough things to say <laughs> on air nonstop? <laughs> Ken is like, Really? Are you worried about that? Thank you f- to those who have been listening to us. Oh, thank you, and bless you. Yes. May you have a fabulous weekend. Thank you for listening to our nonsense, and <laughs> I hope you were able to be entertained and cottoned onto some of it. And what a blessing to be with you, Nianel. You're you are fabulous and an inspiration. Thank you, Gareth, for having us at this wonderful radio station. Yeah. And uh, thank you to your production team that's been pressing the buttons furiously and, <laughs> and moving microphones around so we can sound our very best. Lots of love. Appreciate it. Yeah, and you know, I think um, I just want to leave everybody with this. We need to be the miracle that we want to see in this world. You know, we We have to be the love that we want to feel. It all begins with you. Learn to love yourself and make a difference out there, make a difference in your life. If you love yourself, you have so much more to share. And um, my motto in life is just be. Amen. Life will roll you, roll you, roll you over Till you say you're done And when that moment finally happens You know you've just begun To understand the meaning of what it means to be alive Cause what you want is what you've gotta be So be the miracle you wanna see Be all the love you long to
Central.com.